Our Christmas teaching series focused on Christmas messengers. And that very first Christmas, God communicated information and direction to various people through varied means. He used angels, a star, and dreams. But the Holy Spirit supernaturally influenced every communication that God conveyed to bring about the Christmas event, the birth of his son. The Spirit, you see, inspired prophecy over 600 years before it occurred that a virgin would conceive and give birth to the Messiah and he shall be called Emmanuel. God is with us. This was fulfilled when teenaged Mary probably not over 16 years old, became pregnant through the Holy Spirit's power again. The Spirit inspired the prediction that brought the Magi to Jerusalem. They were brought by a star, but a prophecy that spoke of a star, and it brought them to Jerusalem to worship the newborn king of the Jews. The Holy Spirit also provided a person who would prepare the way for the Savior by enabling This man's mother, whose name was Elizabeth, to conceive and become pregnant at a very advanced age. And then this small child, even within his mother still, was filled with the Spirit. He was named John. We know him as John the Baptist. And he was filled with the Spirit before he was even born. John's parents, a priest named Zechariah and his mother Elizabeth, then were filled with the Spirit as well. And they foretold of the future events of the Savior who would come. You know, I always wondered how a star took some wise men, they had to be mighty wise to do this, because it pointed out a particular house. But you know, recently I've discovered that Messianic Jewish scholars suggest that the star that led the wise men to a particular home where they saw the infant Jesus, not the newborn Jesus, but it was to a very house in Bethlehem, that indeed that star was the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit was appearing as a brilliant and a radiant light called the Shekinah which is the dwelling or the presence of God. And the shining reveals his glory. The Holy Spirit, you see, enabled the Christmas event to occur. Jesus, God's son, born to a virgin named Mary, lived a sinless life, died for all of our offenses, all of our sins, all of our wrongs, so that we could by faith be forgiven. It's the Spirit, you see, who shows us ourselves, who convicts us of sin, who convinces us that this story of the life and death and resurrection of Jesus is truth. It's the Spirit that regenerates us, and that's what being born again is. And then it's the Spirit that remains with us and guides us and leads us and conforms us to the very likeness of Jesus in our character. That's the Christmas experience. That's the one that we have. John 3, 6 says, humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit 
the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life and then remains and continues to lead. The Christmas event happened but once in Bethlehem over 2,000 years ago, and we celebrate it every Christmas. But the Christmas experience, oh, that occurs many, many times. For the Christmas experience occurs every time a person calls on the Lord by faith and believes the story. We have to be careful up here. The light symbolizes the illumination of the Spirit to the truth of Jesus. Have you received that? And then passing the light, which we do as we light each other's candles, that signifies sharing the good news that we can be saved, fully forgiven by believing Jesus. Believing in the Christmas child who died as an innocent man. (laughs) Who died as an innocent man for our offenses and our sins. At the birth of his son John, Zechariah the priest, filled with the Holy Spirit, prophesied. Because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide us to the path of peace. If you have believed and you've been born again, then the Spirit's light has been ignited in you. 1 Peter 2.9 says, but you are God's chosen and special people. God has brought you out of his darkness into his marvelous light. Now you must tell all the wonderful things he has done. In other words, share the story that you have. If you've received Christ, you've been born again, you have something wonderful to tell, a gift to share that yields eternity and forgiveness for all time. Matthew 5 says, you are the light of the world. Like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No no one lights a a lamp and then puts it under their basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. So don't conceal that light within you, that faith that you possess. Let it show. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Ephesians 5 says, for once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. Let's rejoice as we sing together. Silent night, holy night.
2 Corinthians tells us to thank God for this gift too wonderful for words. So blow out your candle and leave it where you received it. But keep the light within you shining. And please leave by the side doors. Counselors will be here to talk with you and pray with you for as long as you would like. There are some Christmas morning devotional cards available for you as you leave by the side doors. Have a merry and a spirit-filled Christmas.